Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea Let's get the neighbors Hello, welcome to Neighbors Christmas Cracker we are the Neighbours Recap Podcast, and we are recapping the Christmas episode of 2019, December the 25th. We're in the Pirate Net Studios in Melbourne. It's decked out in tinsel. The door's open because it's a hot day. The smell of pine is in the air. Yes. I brought in a car air freshener and just waved it around. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got CJ, Kate and Vaya. Hello. Yay. Ho, ho, ho. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's, that's <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> And we just thought we'd pop this out in line with the episode dropping uh, because we can, because of Christmas magic. You know, people can escape from prison by as if by magic. Why not? The Christmas miracles happening in Erinsborough for some. Wow. But the show must go on. Mm-hmm. Nothing will stop showbiz. We, so we're going to get stuck in. There is no Neighbours Council business other than we hope if you've got a break that you have a nice break and that you're all keeping well. And you either keep warm or you keep cool, depending on your hemisphere. Yes. Christmas can be a hard time of year for anyone. So if you feel a need to escape, jump on the council and talk about some Neighbours stuff. Yes. Neighbours Council on Facebook or tweet at us at Neighbours Pod. We'll be online, you know, through all the whole week. Our phones still work, even (laughs) though it's Christmas. If you weird our uncles saying weird stuff, that's a great chance to get onto the council and... Yeah. And start comparing your relatives to neighbours' characters. Just say, I've got some council business to attend to. Mm -hmm. I've just got to take this. Sorry, Uncle Gaz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we didn't get an insight into the Canning Christmas, the Can Clan Christmas, did we? No, no, that's a disappointment. I quite enjoyed the webisode from a few years back where the Cannings went to Frangers. Oh, yeah, that was great. It was really good. Maybe we'll get like an update in tomorrow's episode. Oh, yeah. So we've watched Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, early in the week... Rob Rob is being prepped for kidney surgery. The great kidney transplant is all set to happen and it's all moving very swiftly. He's coming down to Erinsborough Hospital, which is the first bad idea. <laughs> yep. Is it known as being a major trauma centre or the or a transplant centre? No, it's not. Well, a lot of trauma happens there, Kate. <laughs> yeah. Unintentionally. <laughs> now, we are blessed this festive season with a good old-fashioned prison break via mm. Erinsborough Hospital. Another dark day for Erinsborough Hospital. These three episodes were absolute crackers and made up for last week's absolute snooze fest. It was thrilling, especially the moment of when Rob Rob pounced. I was, that was great. Oh, edge of seat stuff. Am I the only – I thought that they were giving them liquid sedatives, particularly David because he's like basically lying down. I thought they'd like, Oop, here's your medicine glass of – yeah – I just always assumed I've only had very minor procedures done, but in all those procedures, like a gastroscopy is about as serious as it gets, an anaesthetist comes along with the happy needle. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it works. And chats to you till you go none ice. So they they can give you, I I had back surgery years ago, and they can give you pre-meds, which I assume this is what they will be, but they just kind of relax you and make you not feel all that anxious about what's about to happen. But that's completely different to a sedative, which they do inject you with to make you go to sleep. Yeah. None of these staff have watched Girl Interrupted because Whoopi Goldberg checked under all their tongues to make sure they swallowed their pills. And they only do that Valium 
if you're, if you're nervous. upset. Yeah, yeah, which actually, yeah, because I didn't need it in the end. Yeah, and you should have taken it. David's yeah. pretty chill because he's not functioning. He's not. He's not really with us anymore. Poor old David. Now, would you like some intel from my uh, yes. prison guard Ooh. associate? Yeah. Yes. Brief question. Would they use more than two guards at this point? Depending on the danger level of the prisoner, two to three. Three if they're more dangerous. And in this case, multiple murders of Ramsey Street residents, I think we'd get a third guard in. Yeah, <laughs> particularly when you're going back to Erinsborough. I just don't understand how the doctor's saying, oh, you need to uncuff him now. Okay, well, I'll do that while the other guy's out of the room. Yeah. What, what planet are you on, mate? So let's go through this fantasy so, land scenario. It's another dark day for the high yeah. security prison. So they've got David and, and Rob Rob in the same room. Yeah. Wow. Theoretically sedated because they've given them little cups with pills in them. That's not hygienic, is it? Also, <laughs> organ transplants is so touchy. Why would they put someone who has an infection just randomly in the room with like the person they're going to get, mm. you know? Well, and isn't also, it, which like infection it is? It's like the catchy one. Oh, the golden it? stuff. That's what he's got already. Yeah. yeah. Which my husband was like, oh, well, of course he got it there. Yeah. <laughs> Inmates can have visitors in hospital, but none of them had to have masks or any protective. They didn't even have to have a square to the hand sanitizer. They just wandered straight in. So what should we call my prison insider? Uh, what about a name from, um, what are called vinegar tits? All right, now one of the guards from prisoner. Was it Jim Fletcher? Okay, Jim. So my prison insider, Jim. I said, okay, so tell me how many guards usually go with a, a prisoner to hospital. Have, have you accompanied one? And he said, uh, not for a surgery, but he has accompanied a prisoner at hospital, usually two, sometimes three, depending on how dangerous they are. Plus the prisoner would be handcuffed to the gurney. And I said, well, this brings me to my next issue. So Rob Rob's handcuffed and then they take the second guard away to get scrubbed up, leaving the highly dangerous criminal in the room with the patient and one guard. And the handcuffs need to be removed for whatever bullshit reason. Jim says they wouldn't remove the cuffs unless all officers were there. Mm, that so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that's a strike. That's, that, you know what? That actually, um, I feel a sense of relief at yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said if they had to remove cuffs, they'd have to put a second pair on before that on the leg. Yeah, mm. yeah. Shackle his legs yeah. together. And I said, well, is it common to have both legs and hands cuffed? He says they could have both if a dangerous prisoner or with a history of escape. I'm like, well... Rob Rob's got a history of pretending to be his brother in the hospital bed, so he's got a history of hijinks. And I said, well, this patient murdered a lot of previous Ramsey Street residents. And Jim says, lol, murderer would have much more than just a set of cuffs on and would be secured to the hospital bed at all times. Thank goodness for that. And then I mentioned what happened later on with the ambulance, which we'll get to. How, did, how the hell did he get that well, ambulance? he said... Lol, I think in real life he would be caught before that or shot. <laughs> Praise be. Yeah. You can have some faith in our correctional system in Victoria. Erinsborough, mm. on the other hand, wow, leaves a bit to be desired. So they remove the cuffs for whatever medical reason the doctor mentioned as, as she left the room. She had a look in her eyes like, you know that this is the case, that you I, have to take these off. Yeah, she's like, she? it's for medical reasons. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they get in and open up the donor and visually inspect the kidney before they even start opening up the recipient. The sick person. Yeah. yeah. See, if, yeah, why are they getting them, like, asleep at the same time? Look. Yeah, it goes on ice. And why hmm. not have at least hospital security posted at the door 
if they're like, okay. Well, they can't even get anyone from bloody Erinsborough Police there. No, they're like. Yashvi's yeah, about to strap on a <laughs> bulletproof vest. She's ready. Be, oh, yeah. She's, she's so ready. Yeah. Anyone would have been better because he, the guard uncuffs him. We see Rob Rob put his pill under his pillow because just in case we were confused, like, he's awake, how? He reminds us with pantomime pill showing and then grabs the guard. That was a really exciting moment when he springs from the bed. It's like, go, Rob Rob, you can do it. Takes the ineffectual guard down. He goes, well, sorry, bro. (laughs) Oh, to David. Poor old David. Just before that as well, Carl Kennedy, he's another Dark Day for Erinsborough Hospital. Carl Kennedy comes in and is telling the Robinsons, oh, well, you know, I'm, I really despise Rob Rob because he killed my friends. I'm like, well, then you shouldn't be anywhere yeah. near him. He's got some yeah, real ethical issues there. You cannot be. Conflict of interest. Prepping him for surgery. And, and what happens if he dies on the table? Then Paul's going to turn around and say, well, I think we're going to have to um, get him investigated. Yeah, because of Carl's prejudices and then he comes into the room and he's like good luck David and then he turns to Rob Rob and he's like how are you (laughs) (laughs) but I was wondering so at this stage we're meant to believe that Rob's sedated what Carl should have done is his old faithful trick his old trick in the book come in with a hot cup of coffee like he did with Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Milsey. Yeah, Milsey. When Milsey was in the hospital and Carl went, whoa, clumsy doctor, tips his latte over Milsey's legs to see if he was mobile, could have done the same thing with Rob. Uh Uh-oh, he's not sedate because he's flinched when I poured my scalding beverage on him. Although it's inappropriate for him to be in the pre-op room, but, like, it's super inappropriate for him to just bring his, like, keep cup in and be like, here's my latte. (laughs) It's Erinsborough Hospital. You're right, you're right. So conveniently, there's a spare set of scrubs in the room, in the room that's not guarded, that's door isn't guarded. Well, that has two doors. Yeah, because he went towards the camera. There's a door behind us. Rob Rob grabs a spare set of scrubs, pops them on, out he goes, and then there's a code black. Oh, yeah. Which, that's exciting. Is that what it would be? I don't know. I recently was in a clinic and took a picture of their oh. colour codes. I mean, oh. black doesn't sound good, does no, it? doesn't. Code black. Armed threat, discreet response, police assistance required. Now, did any of that Mm. seem discreet to you, Kels? No. Kels screaming, running around the rooms going, get in the room. Rob's missing. Oh, gosh. You know what I love so much about hospitals? Because my mum used to be a nurse. My mum loves, like, making notes on a piece of paper and then, like, laminating it and putting it on a wall. Um, And it's, like, totally the nurse way of doing things. Like, sometimes you're in a hospital and you'll see, like, um, procedure for blah, blah, fever. And you're like, if no one put that on a wall, would they not know what to do? It's just always handy to have a refresher. Yeah. Like at, at work we have the um, the difficulty levels for quiz questions. Ah. You know. So r- is there a code black um, we've quiz just, question? We've just got rating one to rating five. And rating five used to be so hard we used to call them a bullet to the head. And then mm-hmm. no one was ever getting them right. And we went, let's rethink this. <laughs> They're like, if they get this, they deserve to win. Code red. Fire, makes sense. Mm, Code orange, evacuation. Code purple, bomb threat. It's getting saucy. mm. Oh, look, that's it's probably in a lot of use at Erinsborough Hospital. Code blue, cardiac arrest. Again, Erinsborough, common. Code yellow, internal emergency. Code black, armed threat. Code grey, which is Kate's husband recently yelled out when... Aggression from... um, Paul. Yep. uh, Which is unarmed threat. Aggressive behaviour, psychiatric emergency. 
and code brown, which was alarming to me, but it's just an external emergency. Oh, you, wow. think, you think that <laughs> use that for slang for other things? Yeah. So code black is called the hospital goes into pandemonium, which is what you want in, when there's a crib on the loose. Well, it, the weird part is, is like when Carl went around and said, all right, you guys lock yourself in that room. But what if Rob Rob was under that bed and then now he's got like a room full of hostages? Because yeah. um, they sent them all to David's room. So clearly they should just pick a unrelated room that's not oh, it's affiliated. Or like, like I'd prefer fire. a cupboard, to be honest. Mm. I'd prefer something with no windows in it. Rob Rob. Just give him a gun. Give Rob, Paul a gun and say, go I'd for it. I never want to be around <gasps> Paul with a gun. How about when Paul was patted down and he goes, oh, it's a prosthetic. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he could store it in his prosthetic. Yeah, you still have to check that shit, guards. Paul is not, he's the victim in this situation. Yeah, right. Wait till he finds out Roxy's harboring a healthy kidney. I know. He's going to rip that out of her. He's going to grab a scalpel and go for her. He's going to pay her. He's going to go code black on her. Yes. I'm really worried for her. No, if he does pay her, then win, win, win. But I'm really frightened for that girl. Meanwhile, Rob Rob's in his disguise scrubs and off he goes into the wind. Off he goes. Oh, he could be heading to Horsham. <laughs> That's what they think. That's the lead they've got. I don't know how they got that lead. Well, no, it's because one of his ex-cellmates was from Horsham, okay. which is in the Western District. And he's probably said to him. It's a long way to get there. And he probably says, if I, may, if I ever get out of this joint, tell them I'm heading for Horsham to keep, keep them <laughs> off the scent. Which is where near Mount Thomas Blue Heelers, our friends over at Blue Heelers. He's screwed then, isn't he? (laughs) They're an effective police force, better than Aaron's. It's crimey there though. Mm. Yeah, it is. Also, I reckon, I mean, and I haven't read any spoilers, so if I'm completely off, sorry. But he must must get killed and then they're going to bring his kidney, not Roxy. Oh, that's a fun idea. I just, how the hell did he get an ambulance and not draw attention to himself? So, yes, the other big... I know, if you're going to take anything, not something with a siren and this painted on the side. Just take a car. A yeah. car. Go to like a shopping centre car park. There's lots of people parking their cars at the moment. It's Chris, It's the Christmas season. There's millions of cars. Many are probably scatterbrained and frazzled. It's this time of year. Leaved, probably left them unlocked with the keys in the ignition. I just walk Nick. up to somebody who can't find a car park and say, I'll drive your car around for a few hours while you're um, shopping. They'll say, okay. Oh, no. Just say I'm a valet parking. Yeah. Mm. I go, oh, he seems legit. He's in scrubs. He's stolen the scrubs. Go steal a nice shirt off of someone's clothesline. <laughs> just go and like steal someone's wallet and get an Uber. Well, I feel like the ambulance was part of his dastardly scheme somehow. I don't know how. After I was watching it with my husband and I was like, Oh, well, this is how he gets in as the ambulance drew in. And Phil was like, what? And it wasn't until like it like got um, really close on him that it's like, oh, it is him. And I was like, I know. Chekhov's face. ambulance. Because <laughs> obviously the big debate is do we have the Christmas concert while a murderer is on the loose targeting residents of this neighbourhood? Like, like you said earlier, the show must go on. No, 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 no. The medical field are in the business of healing, but the performers are in the business of show and they've got a show to do. Before we go on, get onto the concert, can we just take a little halftime break here and play a little Christmas game? Oh, of course, yes. Kate. The Robinson children, snog, marry, kill. Okay. All right, so who we got? And remember the real version of the game is F, marry, kill. Just so we're, so we're clear. Thank you. How far we're going. I feel like this was a moment out of the Babysitter's Club that you just... Because you had to say F. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay, so let's go through them in in, in age order. So we've got... um, Triplets. 
no, aren't Leo and Dr. Naka older? Yeah, they're, def- yeah they're, they're the oldest. Okay, so it's Leo and Dr. Naka. Oh, of course, because he had them with a teenager. Yeah, yeah, then Amy, then L, Rob Rob, and Cam Rob. Oh, okay. And then bringing up last is Andrew. Right. God, they're in a funny old order, aren't they? I don't remember Andrew, I've got to be honest. Okay, okay. Snog, Leo. Mary, L. She's the only success story in this whole <laughs> damn group. Um, kill. Yeah, Andrew, he can go. Is he dead now? Yeah, well, he is after I've killed him. Yeah. In Kate's yeah. world. Yeah. Okay, so Snog is going to have to have a long night between Kate and I. <laughs> uh, Leo. <laughs> Mary. I'm going to go Al because yeah, yeah, I get yeah, to hey. move to New York. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a side benefit. Living it up in the Lasseter's New York too. Yeah. And... We can just have Jimmy as a part of our family because oh, Amy we, will be dead. Do we have to? <laughs> Amy. Oh, <laughs> CJ's gone for Amy. Okay, so it's going to be – oh, this is very tricky. There must be one you're attracted to. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out which one of them is marriage material. <laughs> it's Robinson's. It's very dicey. Okay, snog L, marry Cam, kill Amy. She's driving me bonkers at the minute. The saddest bitch. <laughs> In Erinsborough. The saddest bitch in Erinsborough just wants to love and be loved in return. She's just, she's a tough time to be around. Look, if she was a pet, you'd take her to the vets, wouldn't you? It's time. And obviously, if I've kissed Elle, then she's one degree away from Marishka Hagate, so. Mm-hmm. She's been on SVU, so I'm keeping that in mind as well. She has. I forgot about that. Yeah, but if yeah, you're married, has. then you'd um, there's a chance you could have her over for dinner. No, I've made my choice. I've made my choice. She's married to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'll go rescue me. She's married to me well, first. You Thank guys you. can have me over and invite Marishka and the very tall man from Younger. So in the meantime, Rob Rob's stolen an ambulance, which we know is going to go off because it's parked at the Christmas concert and it's pointed out to us to say, we have extra security and the ambulance because it is a hot day. But also, maybe the reason that they use the ambulance is so that he gets killed right near an ambulance. They can chuck him in there, get the kidney out, hurtle it down to the hospital and chuck it in David. Get um, Carl Kennedy in his Ryobi drill to... Maybe he can use a barmaid from the lesson. <laughs> yeah, Roxy can grab a bucket of ice from the bar. Yep, yep. All right, let's get to Christmas morning. We can go chronologically here. The day dawns on Ramsey Street. The court is teeming with police because the killer is on the loose. That seemed like a weird start to the episode, to be honest. It was cute having the, the nod to the original, original um, Neighbours theme in the credits. That was sweet. Oh. But then you had to see the police car going around the court. I thought, oh, that's not really festive spirit, is it? No. Sleigh bells and sirens, <laughs> a little different. We have Puffy and Dippy who have flown back from their one night in Sydney. Uh, now, I've done Warnable to Melbourne within the same 24-hour period, and that's a three-hour drive each way, and that's effing tedious. I cannot imagine flying to Sydney for one night and then flying back. Particularly when two-thirds of their children are up there. Or is Yashvi up there as well for this Christmas event? Uh, it's hard to say because she wasn't in the episode. I just, I don't get it, Dippy. You were so upset about Kershi leaving and suddenly you're not spending Christmas with her. Like, I know your niece and nephew are bereaved, but still, last year Toadie had lunch with the Kennedys, didn't Also, he? my big bugbear is it's his first Christmas without Sonia. Why isn't he in Colac with the extended yeah. family? 
So Nellie can play with her cousins and they can have a big get-together. Or why not fly up to Sydney with Dippy? Yeah. Just get out of the house. Don't be in that house. I mean, Sydney is cloaked in smoke at the moment, but still, it's a it's a better picture for him. Well, look, he's got to be around for the, the Sonia oh, the concert, concert, of course. But still, Highway 1 goes both ways, <laughs> from Sydney to Melbourne and from Colac to Melbourne. Yeah, the, I'm very disappointed in the Colac crew. It's time for to gather around Toady in his time of grief that's triggered by the holiday season. I'm angry. Now, Paul's looking at baubles for the answers because last Christmas they provided. This season, not so much. Remember this time last year, he was with Jane. Yeah. Jane gave him that bauble. No. What happened, Paul? Now you're married and living in your old house. And the baubles are giving you donuts. There's nothing going on. He's having nightmares. Things aren't going good for Paul. In his nightmares, the women are crying and Rob Rob just appears. They're very artistic it's nightmares. Very though. tame. <laughs> No, but they're very – they're like a clockwork orange, these <laughs> nightmares. Yeah. They're beautiful. I mean, clearly, Rob Rob, what, what's, what does he want to do aside from escaping? I feel he just wants to kill Paul. And Paul's been putting salt into that wound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just be nice to the guy till you got the kidney. Then kill him. Don't be a dick. And he's already – now, did Rob Rob overhear Paul say, oh, I'm just going to let him get, get the kidney and then as soon as he does that, I'm going to leave him in the supermax prison? I was worried about that at the time, but I don't think he did. I will probably be proven wrong. Because in the in the recap package, they they cut it so it looked like he had heard. Yeah. But I don't know what to believe. Now, Ned and Leo, it's okay, guys. Ned and Leo are out scouting at local parks for hiding places. Oh, look, maybe he's hiding in the hollow of this tree. Oh, oh can you give me a boost? Oh, no, no. I, I think he's a – oh, maybe he's got a fur coat on. Is he like, you know, what, one foot tall? Oh, Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Sorry, I think it's a possum. <laughs> they can go to that Waddle – is it Waddle Glen, Waddle Park, and where, that, where it has the old trams? Oh, You just yeah. check the old trams. <gasps> he could be hiding under the 82. They, no, Leo and Ned, they have got this. Oh. They are checking under things. H- have they looked in a, the piles of mulch at the handy woman? I don't know. I mean, Harlow wanted to go out and help them. I'm like – Oh, man. I did trust her a lot more to help than those yeah. two. She's a very sensible lady. Plus, she's got a bond with him, so mm. she could stop him from whatever he's doing. I really liked their bond. I'm sad oh. that he turned bad. I don't really – I don't believe it. I think Paul's on the money there. Like, I think he was just playing the situation. Mm. Paul's acting was fantastic. It, yeah, that when he was saying, I hope he dies on the operating table and poor Harlow's there freaking out about it, that's insensitive and well done. Well played. Now – They've decided, Chloe's decided, Lasseter's decided, the concert, the Sonia Rebecca Memorial Christmas concert is going ahead because we've booked the stage, people are coming. Who are these people who have free time in the middle of the day on Christmas Day? I mean, I guess it's between lunch and dinner. That'd be a good time to do it. It's usually time when you're actually like socialising with your family group, aren't you? Having a nap. I just think like if I was, because firstly, if your neighbour who lost his wife... Because, like, we're triggered by this and we just watch it from thousands of metres away. Whereas if you lived on a street and this wonderful woman who'd had all of this stuff to do with the community had died and then he had a concert in her honour, you would have to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. So you've got Christmas plans and you've got two hours in the middle of the day where you don't have to see anyone. You're going, I could put my feet up right now because (laughs) my children got me up at insane o'clock this morning. Yeah, and I was up moving the bloody elf around the house for the last month. (laughs) But you'd have to. You would just have to go. Not me. I'd be like, 
Why is he doing this on Christmas Day? Could have done this yesterday, mate. Christmas Eve is a way better day to do it. Yeah. Yes, it the, is. The only good reason to have it on Christmas Day is to entice those people that don't have anyone or anywhere to go. Mm. Tied in with a soup kitchen or something yes, like that. an event that would serve those people. But instead, you had full, complete family units that just moved from their Christmas lunch to the precinct. Dippy's like, I could be with all my children right now, but instead I'm at this. And I was triggered every time I saw Sonia's face on the podium. <gasps> yeah, um... By the way, the way that it was positioned and they were in front of it, didn't it look like she was there? It looked like she was there, 100%. Yeah. It was freaking me out. She didn't even get a credit in the credits. They've probably got those contracts locked down. The Rob Rob in the ambulance reveal, top notch. Amazing. Also, because, like, did no one check in with the ambulance officers? Like, I've put on events in previous jobs and you check in with the first aid person when they arrive. Like, is Chloe not... Did they just not have their first aid officers there? Oh, then? it's a hot mess, the whole situation. <laughs> it, you remember in the last Neighbours, um, I mentioned how Rob Rob was reminding me of Hannibal Lecter. Mm. And then when he, like, in the hospital, like, when he got changed into the clothes and that, I was like, oh, my God, he's gone full Hannibal Lecter. And then when he turned up in the ambulance ring, the ambulance uniform, I was like, holy shit, this is just like Silence of the Lambs. And he's, like, he's going to have, like, the security guard's uniform on and wearing his face as okay. well. here's a new game. Christmas game, Christmas cracker game. You are Rob Rob. You are role-playing Hannibal. Who do you eat on the street? Who do you eat on the street? <laughs> 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 I reckon Gazcan, he's tucked into a lot of those meaty dishes over at the tram. He's ready to roast. He's going to be seasoned. Yeah, ready to go. I mean, I'm a fan of protein. <laughs> so I'd have to go Aaron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be all protein shake. Mm-hmm. Kate? Oh, I'm going Jimmy. He's, he'd be more young and tender. Oh, yeah. It's very lean. Very lean <laughs> <Yeah>. cuts. <laughs> He's like a veal. Yes. A <laughs> uh, place I never thought we'd go. CJ, you have to think of a game now before the episode oh, is out. No, no, no. I'm an only child. I don't even know how to play games. <laughs> now, here's where we kick into gear with Paul. He wants David transferred to a private hospital. Thank you, Paul. Hallelujah. Why didn't this happen sooner? Well, I mean, he's obviously not going to get him transferred now because, A, the only ambulance in Erinsborough is being used by a murderer. <laughs> but secondly, you're not moving a, a person that's sick anywhere. And then his second plan is he's hopped onto the black market. Finally. Thank you, Paul. Mm. He is sorting out a kidney his own way. His other issue is he cannot find a shonky surgeon to perform this surgery. And they want him to pay in cryptocurrency. That is odd, isn't it? Sorry, the black market kidney recipient wants him to pay in cryptocurrency. Just throw money at this person and say, well, you need to come here and say that you want to donate this kidney. And that's the end of the story. Then you can get the normal surgeon to do well, it. But why does he want cryptocurrency? Oh, this is weird. Well, it sounds like a scam. Okay. He's going to be – it sounds like it's probably something Hendrix is doing. Because wasn't Hendrix into cryptocurrency yeah. last yeah. week? Yeah, he was. I think Hendrix could have been on the menu. We didn't. We forgot about him. He would have been more younger and tenderer than Jimmy, surely. <laughs> and he's a bit media. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. trying to figure out your requirements here. <laughs> She um, likes a bit of young meat, is what she's trying to say. <laughs> young I'm boys, I'm a weakness. <laughs> I just like the sweetness. Actual, the B-side hit from Kate Sobrano's Brave. So Paul's on it. Now, David, he's checked out. He's saying his goodbyes to Aaron yeah. in the hospital bed. You need to move on. Oh, yeah. And so as is all like, oh, Mark wanted to fly over, but 
dot, dot, dot. But, but he's really Mark's a sack of shit. Yeah. He's got to look after his mum. But also there's like Tyler and Piper with mum. Yeah. So. No, Mark's just a sack of shit. Maybe Ma Brennan's got a kidney that could be used because oh, she's yeah. not going to need it soon. Good, good call. But Chloe might need that at some point. I don't know. So everyone heads off to go to the Christmas concert. Uh, so the Kennedys are decided, yes, they're going, but Ellie needs a sleep in. She's still asleep. So she's not going with them. And they analyse the situation. They weigh things up and they go, there's a murder on the loose. Should we leave our heavily pregnant family member alone in the house where the ex-murderer used to live? How far along is Ellie now? Because I feel like two weeks ago she was 39 weeks. So she's probably over now, 41. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is normal. Yeah. Yeah. She's ready to burst. No, just... We'll just leave her alone. Carl's got a gig. The B's got a gig. I hate the B gig stuff because, you know, like in every family, there's like somebody that like everyone's bought into the fact that this person's a musician or they're like a chess champion or some crap. And I'm never involved in this stuff. But like they're all like, oh, B's got a gig. And everyone's pretending it's the most important thing and that Millsy's not in love with B's sister. Yeah, it's so annoying. So Why can't she just go to work without her whole family being there to clap her? Yeah, you just watched her sing that those same songs last week at the Waterhole. Hmm. Um, I used to do radio shifts on Christmas Day because they paid very well, double time and a half, and they gave you me a meal. And barely anyone put the radio on when I was working on Christmas Day. It's like, you can listen to my shift? It's like, no, we're no. going to be eating. <laughs> no. Good luck on being funny with the radio. We don't care. Yeah. was what everyone said, yeah. Poor Ellie. So they leave her. At first, I didn't know who they'd left there. I'm like, she'll be right on her own, and off they go. I'm like, okay. Now, to be fair, like if there wasn't a murderer out, she would be fine on her own because she she went into labour. You just call an ambulance yeah. or a family member, and you've generally got a many long time for your first child. But the Kennedys are armed with the information that there is a murderer on the loose, very who is very familiar with Ramsey Street and killed the Kennedys' friends. Who did he kill again? I can't remember. Um, uh, the, Liliana, the, the bishops, um, Serena, Serena, and Serena. David. Serena, yeah. the, uh, the, oh, did David go? Oh, as sorry. Well? Yeah, because then Harold went crazy. Harold tried to kill Paul because of this, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he blames him. Oh, dear. It was horrific. They took out an entire family. Rob, Rob. Put a bomb on a plane. Yeah. But you know which plane it was? You know when you go on the Tuller Freeway past Essendon Airport yep. and beside the, the new um, skydiving centre, there's like one of those old-fashioned silver planes there? Yep. It was that plane, oh, that exact that. plane, the Goonie Burn or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. I'm pretty excited because every time I see it, I say to Phil, Phil, that's the plane that had a bomb on it on Neighbours and it exploded over Bass Strait and it's oh. looking remarkably intact right now. It, it still is, yes. I think you can have dinner on it. The Bishop family, along with this is just wiki, the Bishop family, along with several of their neighbours, bought a joy flight to Tasmania, arranged by Paul for the twentieth anniversary of Lassiter's slash neighbours, probably. A bomb explodes, taking out one of the engines. The plane crashes into Bass Strait. Serena and Connor find themselves clinging to a floating wreckage. Connor tries to keep Serena awake, is unable to. She vanishes into the rough seas. Serena's body was never found. Oh, sorry, I was just reading Serena's page only. Okay, well I've got David's page here. Okay. So a few days later, David's body is found, but Liliana's and Serena's are not. That's so sad. David is identified by Skye and her adoptive father, Joe Mangle. A memorial service is held at the community hall and David is buried with only Harold and Skye present. That is so grim. How dark. So there was no blood? (laughs) Exactly. And we all know about the special connection between Erinsborough and Bass Strait. Mm. So when are they turning up? Liliana and Serena. Yeah. Mm. We should find out what those actors are up I to. I loved them. I really loved them. Oh, they, I uh, nah. 
It, it was that classic pairing of the wild child girl and the uptight girl. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's as trope as old as time. But I, I thought she had sass. The, um, the uptight one or the, the wild one? Yeah, no, Serena was the uptight one. She was, she was like, like you were saying, it's, an, it's a trope. But, you know, don't worry. The, Rob Rob's on loose. The show must go on. It's dedicated to Sonia. Harlow's going to be there. Her, da- her dad is on a crime spree. Prison break, she's going to sit and enjoy some carols. Mm-hmm. Starting with a KK original, Dr. Carl opens proceedings oh, yeah. with, I'm guessing Alan penned this ditty himself. He did, and it's for sale. If any of our listeners would like to buy it, you oh, just hop onto his um, Facebook page and there's links to things about it. Bless his heart. That is beautiful. Live your truth, Fletch. At least you don't have to think about the outro song this week. Sure. Yep. I better buy it then. <laughs> yeah, you better buy it. Don't, don't be putting that one in for not, free. Not be ripping that one. All right, I guess I'm going to own it then. Great. So good, yes. Come on, everybody, get it on the charts in the UK. Merry Christmas. We know you guys are fond of a novelty song around this time of the year. Let's make it Alan Fletcher's year. Because I'm not going to be buying this one alone, friends, okay? Use that dollar coin we sent you and get on this. (laughs) Now, this is another, my third freakiest moment. When Ellie's standing in the Kennedy archway and locks eyes with Rob Rob. Who's at the bottom of the Robinson's driveway. Oh, sorry, not the Robinson's. He's, well, it's Rage's driveway. And I thought to myself, geez, from real life, that's actually a pretty fair distance. She can get back to the front door in time. But she's she's basically moving like she's 80 and she's in a great wad- deal of pain. She's a waddling. I yeah. mean, this time of year I've put on a few kgs. I kind of move the same way. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I don't know, I don't think I'd make it back to the front door. I think I'd just grab my phone and start dialing triple O at that point. She does recognise him, though. How does she know what he looks like? She's seen the news. Yeah, they would have all been huddled around. Oh, I guess that's true. Checking the news. Maybe he's on the front of the Herald Sun. Even back when she was previous Ellie Conway, she would have checked the papers. We need to check the dates. Was there a crossover between young Ellie Conway and the Robinson triplets? And you know what Ellie would have been thinking? That's that hot guy that murders people. Yes. (laughs) He seems like a catch. He does. That's our type, (laughs) me and B. (laughs) Um, So Rob grabs Ellie, bundles her into the Kennedy house... And then, of course, her mortars break. Of course. Drip onto the floor. I'm sure exactly how both of your waters broke, ladies. Mm. Um, well, mine broke on the couch. But then when I stood up, yeah, they do actually fall out of did they? Did they make that sound effect? Like dropping a litre of if, if you'd had juice on the floors. I do have wooden floors. and oh, it, I, I, part, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I was wanting to go to the toilet, but Phil was in there. So I'm just standing near the entrance to the, the toilet door and I look down and I've, I've got like a puddle underneath oh, me. Yeah, and then the, the LA cat, puddle. Then the mm. cat comes up and starts lapping no, away at it. No, Which cat? I think it was Perry. Perry! Oh, look, it's, it's just like protein juice for him, I'm guessing. Perry! That's why Perry has such an affinity with your children. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine was broken surgically at the hospital. Right. <laughs> yeah. With no sound effects. I mean, there was a husband recoiling in, in horror. So now Rob Rob, he's got a lot on his plate at this stage. He's got a hostage and he's about to get a second hostage because mm. baby Crouton is on the way. Then Millsy walks in mm. to the siege because he's worried that Ellie's not answering her phone. And he's the only one who's worried nah. because I, I'd be like, hang on. Okay, well, and now the old OK Boomer landline isn't working either. That's, that sets off alarms for me. That you'd be like, they always work. She's pregnant. She's not in a coma. 
You think Suze would have gone with him? And yeah, just text me every hour so I know you're okay. If not to at least chaperone their relationship as well. Yeah. So, nah, no one else. Everyone wants to hear B's about to chime in with Silent Night. You can't miss that. But Millsy has to take the opportunity to prioritise Ali over B. And he has a special connection with Rob, don't you think, CJ? Well, they're the same. They're oh, both murderers. That's, that's that, what Rob oh, said. Yeah. But Millsy points out that he's as different because he forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, mine's different because I came forward. What? No. No, no, you actually just lost your memory, mate. No, Susan threw you off a gully. And you got an ABI. But also, did Millsy actually kill anyone? Like, he was, he's a pretty unsuccessful murderer. He tried pretty hard. He yeah, did but he it, didn't. But he almost killed a whole school worth of kids, which I feel is probably worse than bombing a plane. I'm not on his side. However, in regards to the law, it's whether they actually die or not. True. You know, whereas this guy's just chopping off families. Now, Millsy's got his hands full because suddenly Rob Rob won't let them leave. So Millsy's got to deliver the baby. And remember, he thinks he's 19. He's way too cool, calm and collected for a 19-year-old who's about to look up his ex-girlfriend's lady parts to extract a human fetus. I mean, he's very excited about being able to look up her dress. I, I was like, oh, mate, you've just got to let me hop on the Goog so I can work out what I've got to do here. <laughs> I'm going to get some YouTube yeah, tutorials quickly going. Quickly hop onto like, Twitter and like at VicPole. Please help. I'm held hostage. Could have gone viral. Yeah, like live tweeting the delivery, getting some up-to-the-minute tips. Yeah, it would have been pretty exciting. So you remember when Paige conceived a baby in a manger? Yeah. And, the, you know, Jesus references yeah, yeah, yeah. there. So we've had another baby born on Christmas Day. Yeah. I feel like, is this like some sort of communion host, this thing here? Yeah. <laughs> and I just think, is this like the Marianizing of Ali, complete, because oh, yeah. we've had her her dresses coming up higher, You're right, her CJ. shoulders covered. Oh, yeah. she'll, she'll need like a permanent halo soon, won't Yeah, she? she will. She will. Now she's given birth to Jesus, girl Jesus. Yes, it's a girl and credited Asta Conway. Oh. Asta because Sean for some reason liked the Asta flower. Right. Common as Mark. <laughs> Fitting. Fitting for the little crouton. Let's call her Dandelion. And also, she was pretty cute. She was very cute. Gigantress, got to say. Oh, oh, my funniest moment actually during the birth was when you look at the baby being born and it actually gave me a flashback to baby Harold's birth where the baby is obviously still half inside the mum from the angle where she's coming up. Yeah, there's not much of the baby visible. Mm. And he goes, it's a girl. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the child's genitals are in still inside the birth canal. It's because like, There's no telling at this point. I've seen the eyelashes and it's a girl. Yes, she, <laughs> she's given birth to a cartoon baby. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> wow. And he's not freaked out at any point. And then he says at the end, we're going to have to cut the cord. No, nah, you don't. But you also don't. like as if he knows how to do that without getting on Google. <laughs> No, it's actually silly. Okay, if you ever find yourself in that situation, no, you don't have to cut the cord until after the, after the placenta's delivered. And even then you can leave it a while if we you're hippie. Well, we don't yeah. get to see the placenta delivery, but who knows how he Millsy sorted oh, that out. Poor Allie. Of all circumstances where she deserved to have a drink or a pain sedative, she didn't oh, get one. That's unfortunate. Yeah. She should have hit and hitting the wines mid, mid-process. mid mm-hmm. She looked, I have to admit, Ellie did do labour pains pretty good, didn't she? She Amazing. looked like she was in a great deal of pain. Do you know what I reckon she watched? My favourite episode of The Handmaid's Tale, Holly, season two, directed by Australia's Dana Reed. Exquisite episode. There's a birth scene that is super realistic, like as in realistic in that it's not Hollywoodized, 
in the bed covered up with a sheet, neat and dainty. It's like naked, screaming, sweat. It's, yeah, lots of screams because the screams reminded me of that and they were very well pitched. And then at one point I had to shut the door because I was worried the neighbours were going to get concerned. (laughs) A plus performance. Speaking of babies, Hugo over at the concert is giving one hell of a side eye to B's Silent Night performance, i got to say. <laughs> we'll screenshot it. Oh, my God, guys, I forgot. I have to go on a plant rant. Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. Oh. This, is, this is right from the start. Oh, really? When we get the, the shot panning around um, Ramsey Street, there is the deciduous tree in the Brennan Garden was bare. Ooh. Then they panned around further towards, I think it's Toadie's house, and the magnolia tree was in full flower. So we're talking about August here, mm. probably. Mm. Wow, that's July, far back. August, yeah. The magnolias don't lie. We have one in my yard. Mm, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, well, Rob Rob bolts out the door while they're in their newborn glow. I think he was a bit overwhelmed. By the way, just like a Robinson. The baby's oh, yeah. born, he's like, shit, I better get out of here. <laughs> Oh, perfect. What do you think happened to him in that moment? He was just overcome with their emotions? Uh, No, I think he thought this is the time to leave without it turning into a hostage situation, like a siege basically. I can leave three people on my hands. And um, they're not going to be even noticing me leave. Yeah. Whereas if, yeah. No one's going to call the cops. They're they're going to be really round up in this. Yeah. Then they'll be like, oh, hang on, where is he? Oh, Ollie actually left the door five minutes ago. You didn't notice. Yeah. And obviously now – Millsy and Ellie have made eye contact and have a close bond because nothing is sexier than childbirth. That if you watch One Born Every Minute, and I know I felt the same way, when I gave birth, I wasn't leaning over, staring lovingly at my child's eye. I was lying back going, oh, God, I'm pretty knackered right now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go, oh, this is so lovely. Let me just lean forward. No, just let me collapse. For five minutes. How much is Carl going to spew when he sees that couch? In a shocking turn of events, I was like Ellie. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. I was. um, So the first thing I said was, isn't he the most beautiful thing you've seen? And then he crapped all over me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, So I was looking at the credits at the end because I thought, I think I recognise Carl's keyboardist, but he wasn't credited. Neither was B's normal keyboardist he was there the the guy who reminds me of keyboard cat but do you think carl's keyboardist is the one from his band the waiting room surely he'd take that moment to get and get him another gig yeah 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 because yeah. i don't think you get credited unless you have a line i see so you just extra- get you'd get you get featured extra rates but probably not a credit yep so as long as he, as long as he got the coin we're happy yeah 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 so my christmas game Yes, please. Yeah. So if you had to buy one present or pick one present that would be bought um, for someone or neighbours, what would it be? Because we saw well, – I think it was Baby Hugo got a magnadoodle. Like good present? Good drawing present. toy. Yeah. And um, Nelly made a craft angel for Sonia to put on the oh, that, that memorial was, tree. That was really well done. I was like, that's a decent bit of craft right there. Yeah, that was nice. There's no way a kid made that. Dippy definitely did most of it. Yeah. I feel like um, Carl would have been down the chemist buying like a elbow brace or something like that for Susan. Like just something you could get at the chemist mm-hmm. that she will be able to use with her degenerative condition. Mm. Okay. Well, that's very thoughtful and useful. But is that? But that's you thinking Carl would do that, not what you would actually buy the person. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking Carl would buy. Okay. okay. 
Um, so I am going to focus on the gift I would most like to receive, which is either, uh, which would be Chloe's gift that she receives from her billionaire's <laughs> husband, and that would definitely be a Birkin. Nice. Oh, I was thinking that was a different thing, but yes, that sounds wonderful. Yes. Like I would love to have a Birkin because like people could smell how important you were when you walk in the room. We're talking about a handbag. Yes. Designer handbag. The most of the designer handbag. Um, yeah, and I wondered whether she'd get like the Kanye one that has the graffiti on it or if she'd get like a, um, you know, a staple, like if she'd get the orange one. I reckon orange. What do you reckon? Well, I don't know. I, I feel she's she's classic. She, she'd go a bit wacky with her cheaper accessories. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. oh, what about between Gazcan and Sheila? Oh, Gazcan's doing a voucher, Bunnings voucher, on the, on the way through the servo on the way home. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a hundred times for dads. My um mum bought something for Hamish and it hadn't it hasn't come. Oh no! And so she said, "Oh, um, I can't really get around like the normal shopping center, but I could get around Office Works. Can you take me there?" And she was seriously like picking up items, going, "What about this?" And I, I'm look, looking at mum. I think you're kind of like, you know, you're stretching it. And she's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "It's a business card holder." Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think. And then oh, so she sad. ended up buying him. <laughs> A Bluetooth waterproof speaker. <laughs> that's all right. She's got a pool. It's yeah. like, here, come enjoy he summer in my pool. <laughs> Toady, I'm going to buy him a voucher for a cleaning service because oh. that man yeah. just needs, like, I don't think he's getting enough self-care. Mm. Mm. Okay, we have to do the festive citizen or citizen of Christmas. I am giving citizen to Rob Rob for what a cracking drama this week. Yeah, that was. I love it. Hats off. Keep you crazy around, mate. That was forensic level planning. I'm going to go citizen to Ali. Lovely. For giving birth efficiently without drugs. Without drugs or booze. Yeah. she. I mean, look, she played it well, but also she looked great. Oh, so. yeah, that was a lovely dress. Yeah. Maternity wear on fleek till the very end. Mm-hmm. It's ruined now. She can't sell it on um, Facebook Marketplace. No. I'm going to say shit is on two weeks in a row to Chloe Brennan. Just cancel the bloody concert. I, I feel like it's worse publicity for the host, for the hotel if a murder is on the rampage. Yes, it is. In the middle of Huck the Herald Angels Sing. Like, just, you know, put a donation box out, say, in memory of Sonia, she would like you all to keep your safety. Please stay indoors, look after your families. We'll sing on Boxing Day. And when it comes out that um, Rob Rob was on Lassiter's with the, with the ambulance, which they know about already, so that's really going to do great things for the re- reputation of Lassiter's. Awful. Not only are there hidden cameras, there's murderers lurking around it. And you know what? We didn't mention that most of this concert was planned by Tarage because she started her new position with the Sonia Rarecki yeah, Foundation. And she was moving mountains to partner up with Lassiter's. She should have been the first person to go, we are cancelling this mm. so fast. But she was in the hospital, so she was busy. She was trying to find Harlow. Plus, she's still like, you know, her first few weeks on the job um, as her... Do we know what her role is? But she still owns 20% of Lassiter's. You think she'd be wanting to look after them, basically, she more said than at, anything else? She said at one point to Toadie... I work for you. My loyalties lie with you. I'm like, well, 20% of your loyalties lie lie over the road. No, no. She's a professional. Her loyalties lie with Toadie. Now, there's one last thing we didn't cover off. Jimmy's reason why he's back. Oh, Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. He's come back because of love. He's also paid for not only savings for his own plane ticket, 
double pass. I I need to get a job, and it needs to be whatever Jimmy's doing because whatever. he is doing well financially. Liam needs to reassess his allowance. Yep. You're too generous, mate. He's paid for his girlfriend, who's really working hard at that American accent. Oh, she needs to work a little bit harder. Teetering right on the edge there, lady. But um, he he found an Australian girlfriend in New York. That's what I took from it. Uh, Maya is her name, which is weird because surely that would be Maya in America. Yeah, America. Yeah. Um, But also, there's many actual girls with actual American accents that are actresses. Yeah, living here. Yeah. Why can't? They just cast one of them. I don't know. It was a strange choice. Lovely lady did a fine job of the performance of the emotions. It was good to see the Tanak Packers back again. Wonderful. I wonder if they had to erect that just for this one scene because Jimmy stashed her there while he went and ate a whole cake. That would be interesting to know whether these episodes were filmed in sync with the rest of the episodes. So... He's brought her down to Australia because she's a, the family is a victim of domestic violence. She wanted, he wanted to get her away from her dad. And, oh, he certainly did that. And Amy's solution is to put that child back on a plane on her own to America and we'll follow in a few days. Good luck with your abusive dad. But she doesn't have anybody. And she goes, except to her grandparents. Like, Hopefully. Like, she makes it there. Why didn't Jimmy just take her to her grandparents to begin with? That would have saved him like $2,600. Jimmy spent too long in the Can Clan. He's, he's not thinking right. Mm. Or just like, you know, go to Boston. 80 bucks on the train. Go to Tennessee. Go to Dollywood. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> in the new year, when we reconvene, let's award Citizen and Citizen of 2019. Oh, I like that. So yep. we have to go away and think about it. Okay. Be prepared. We might have to give one each for both. I think so. Yeah. That's going to keep us busy. Oh. If only we'd been keeping um, a tally. <laughs> well, if anyone's oh. bored, if anyone's right, got... Stands, yeah. neighbour stands, get out there and tally up our... If you've got a long road trip, grab a pen and let us know. <laughs> well, that's us. CJ, where are you playing? CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram. Kate? I'm at Remude on Twitter. Vaya Pashos on Twitter. All three of us are in the Neighbours Council. You can chat to us there anytime over this holiday break if you are uh, looking for someone to have a yarn with. And neighbourspod.com, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. Feel free to also pause Patreon if you need a month off to get your savings back in order. And then you can reset once your next pay hits. Because <laughs> I'm suddenly roaming around the shops today remembering how much money Christmas costs. So mm. community service announcement. Hope you all keep safe and we will chat to you in 2020. Bye. Bye. Take it away, KK. Well, now, ladies, have you been good? Oh, yes. As good as we could. The remedy is simple, you see. Put your trust in me. If you want a happy Christmas, come along with me. Forget about the presents under your Christmas tree. If you want a happy Christmas, stand under that mistletoe. And kiss, kiss, kiss the one you love with a merry ho, ho, ho.